Hi everyone, welcome back to the Primal Pioneer. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, primal nutritionist, and primal movement coach. For the past decade, I've helped people heal and overcome both acute and chronic health struggles from leaky gut, gut autoimmunity and cancer, to soft tissue injuries, C. diff, brain injuries, and anxiety disorders using a 100% natural approach. As a former Division I athlete and trainer of professional athletes, I also help people recover from injuries and help them restore their bodies from the wear and tear that occurs as a result of such training. This podcast series is all about healing via sunlight. Like much of our culture, you may hold the belief that sunlight is bad and dangerous and even cancer causing. However, nothing could be further from the truth. And I learned this firsthand by using sunlight to help heal my TBI, my traumatic brain injury. And uh, as a result of that, came up with a protocol called the Sunlight RX, which I will talk about in detail throughout this series and basically the sunlight rx goes through my four-step protocol of how to use the sunlight to not only heal brain disorders but to also overcome and heal uh, hundreds and hundreds of our acute and chronic health struggles today so i hope you enjoy this series all about sunlight and really the take home that I want you to get here is sunlight just like a healthy diet and healthy movement practices need to be a core hub of our healing and healthcare protocols in order for us to have success long-term success with our health enjoy this series all about sunlight and the sunlight rx Hi everyone, welcome back to the Sunlight RX series. Today I'm going to talk about the real culprit of our modern health struggles, which is not sunlight, but artificial light. Hopefully at this point in the series, you've got a good grasp of the multiple healing effects of sunlight. And if you go away with any aha moments from this series, I hope it's a deeper understanding of the biological impact that light has on all of us and what that means in simple simple terms is sunlight literally runs our biology and so most people today they focus on diet and exercise as the primary means to get them towards their health goals however we have to shift our focus and attention and prioritize sunlight, our sunlight exposure um, as a big major core part of our self-care healthcare plan if we really want to overcome root causes of our health struggles because sunlight quite literally runs our biology. So you all learned thus far in this episode that one of the main reasons why and how sunlight acts as a healing agent occurs when sunlight hits the eye and this stimulates specific metabolic and hormone signals allowing your body to know and detect what time of day it is right it allows you to distinguish night from day and 
it excites electrons, which increases one's redox potential. Now, that's getting a little bit into the science, and I know I haven't talked about redox poten potential yet during this series, but it's such an important topic because it largely determines our energy levels, our longevity, and the diseases that we're susceptible to. So think of your redox potential as your battery charge. And is your battery only able to charge up to 25%? Can it go to 50%? Is it able to get to 100%, right? We need to determine what your battery charge is, what it's capable of, and then allow it to stretch far beyond its capability to support your health. And so the next episode, I'm going to dive into this topic with you all. So I also haven't talked much about the other clock system in our body, right? You all know of the eye clock. We're getting really familiar with that. But there's another clock system in your body which also allows your body to detect night from day, it stimulates certain metabolic signals and hormonal signals in your body. It allows you to feel satiated, right? You feel full uh, or you feel hungry. It allows these signals to be transmitted in a really timely manner. So you're not just constantly eating all the time or constantly hungry, right? It allows this hunger detector to work accurately and effectively and this time clock system is actually located on every square inch of your skin and it's called the melanopsin system. Now I'm not going to dive into the scientific details here. If somebody out there is like hey I really want to know the science behind this send an email my way at heather.shepherd at gmail.com and if there are you know, many people or listeners out there who want me to dive into the science, I'll gladly dedicate um, a show to doing so. But to keep it really simple so that you can obtain the health benefits, which is my main goal for all of you is to just get this information so you can reap all the amazing health benefits here. All you have to know is that your skin is chock full of its own set of time clocks. And just like the eye clock, it allows your body to tell time accurately when it's exposed to sunlight. And wearing things like sunscreen, keeping your, your skin completely covered when you're outside in sunlight, totally shuts down this time clock, this melanopsin system, your clock system in your skin. So we know that sunlight that hits our eyes and our skin basically runs our entire physiology, allowing it to run like a well-oiled machine when we're in sunlight. So now you can start to see why sunscreen and um, SPF protection, etc. is actually a really bad idea uh, from a physiological standpoint because it doesn't allow these time clocks in your skin to be activated. Now think about people who go outside and they've been told that the sun is bad and it's dangerous and it causes skin cancer and other cancers, etc., right? And so they go outside with sunscreen slathered on their skin and they wear sunglasses. So none of their clock system is actually being activated 
their whole physiology isn't able to operate or function optimally because they're blocking the very systems that allow the body to function optimally. So hopefully this is all starting to tie in and make sense to you all and help you get a really clear understanding of the benefits of sunlight and how we've got the picture totally backwards when it comes to our health. So let's talk about what happens when we swap sunlight for artificial light. And in basic terms, everything goes awry, right? And the most obvious example here uh, of this system going awry is in night shift workers, right? They have super high instances of breast cancer, other cancers, obesity, heart attacks. They have high instances of depression and high suicide rates. And all of these health issues that they're at high risk for is strongly connected to our circadian rhythms, our ability to detect, to tell time, to distinguish night from day. So other examples of circadian mismatch, right? Mismatch meaning your body can't detect night from day anymore. Your body can't tell time anymore. Others, other examples of circadian mismatch diseases are type 2 diabetes, obesity, leaky gut. Um, there are many, most of our chronic diseases are linked to to circadian mismatch. Uh, pretty much every chronic disease is linked to your body not being able to tell time. So if you're able to fix this one single thing, you will be much healthier than somebody who slathers on sunscreen, wears sunglasses, um, but they eat a really optimal diet. If you eat an optimal diet, but also go outside and expose your sun, your skin to the sun according to the Sunlight RX and your eyes are, are exposed to the sun, you're going to be a hundred times healthier than the individual who just eats a healthy diet but and simultaneously blocks their, their eye clock uh, and their skin, the clock system on their skin, if that makes sense. I hope it does. So... I want to bring in this artificial light topic because we've been talking all about sunlight and the benefits, but the reality is most people don't live under sunlight. They live primarily under artificial light. So what happens when we look at artificial light and expose our skin to it is that really basically our time clocks, uh, they receive mixed signals about what time of day it is. And when your body doesn't know what time it is, or it gets the signal that it's the same time of day 24-7. So this actually happens when we look at the same light throughout our day. So what what provides us with the same light throughout the day? It's, it's the LED lights, it's the fluorescent lights, it's the color of our screen when we're looking at a screen, whether it's our phone screen, a television screen, a computer screen. The color temperature of that light coming from these devices and artificial lights is the same color. So basically, it tells your body that it's 
that time of day 24-7 because people look at their phones. The first thing that they do when they wake up in the morning is they, they check their phone, they check their email, they turn on a light. We do these things out of habit. We don't even think about it anymore. And we definitely don't think of its impact on our biology, on our physiology, on our health on our um uh our feeding cycles right we don't think about this at this point in time but this is an invitation for you all to start thinking about this so on the contrary when we're looking in when we're outside in sunlight and we're looking at sunlight and our skin's exposed to sunlight there's various different color temperatures in that sunlight and those temperatures change throughout the day so you have sunrise light, which is different than early, uh, later morning light, which is different than afternoon light, which is different than sunset light. So the light that you're exposed to um, throughout the day when you're outside in sunlight always varies. It's always varying versus when you're inside looking at artificial light, which tends to be super bright. Um, this actually sends signals to your brain, to your metabolic system, to your hormone system, that it's basically right around noon because the color temperature of artificial lights and the light coming from your devices is equivalent to or similar to noon on the summer solstice. So, Whenever you're looking at this type of light, this artificial light, the signal that you're giving your, your body is that it's summer solstice right around noontime, okay? And so that's the time that your body thinks it is all the time when you're looking at the same light all throughout your day. So this is also why you can eat an amazing diet. But if your life is ruled by a screen or LED lights, diet, diet isn't going to be as effective as it could be when you're in the correct light environment. So I've mentioned what artificial light is, but let's just give an example here so you all can um, have a clear idea, idea of what artificial light is and, okay, we have to be on our screen sometimes. Uh, some of us have to for work, for school. So how can we counter these effects of artificial light so when we are on a screen or a device, it doesn't completely destroy our metabolic signaling, our hormone signaling, our physiology, right? So what can we do about it? To reiterate, artificial light uh, is anything other than sunlight really now we can have different light bulbs in our house that are less destructive but the most destructive forms of artificial light are led lights and we've been convinced that these are energy efficient because they save us a few bucks or a few cents quite literally on our electric bill per month but honestly, the trade-off when it comes to your healthcare bill is astronomical in comparison to um, thinking that you save a few dollars or cents on your electric bill every month from switching over, swapping to uh, energy-efficient lights. It's a total scam, and you're going to be paying far more in medical bills 
thousands and thousands of dollars um, from the impact that LED lights have on your body and the metabolic and hormonal diseases that they cause. So when we really look at the picture, LEDs aren't energy efficient at all. They make your body highly energy inefficient, which I'll be diving into and talking a lot about during next the next episode all about redox potential. So LED lights, you don't want to be using these lights in your home, in your workspace. You don't want to be using fluorescent lights, right? These are um, uh, main destructive forms of artificial light. Also, your screen, learn how to turn it red. Learn how to block the blue light on your screen. The filters that they build into your computers, they're not good enough. So download something like Iris, put it into programming mode or put it put it into health mode as much as, excuse me, put it into programming mode or put it into sleep mode as often as you can. This is going to help block a lot of the artificial light from your computers. And uh, I don't think Iris works for iPads yet and tablets, but it definitely works for um, computers and laptops. So you can download Iris. I believe it's like 10 or 14 bucks. It's totally worth it. Um, They're a great company and it will block the artificial light from your screen. When it comes to your phone, um, I have like one of the lowest versions of an iPhone you could possibly have and still function. (laughs) So because the higher you go up, every time you upgrade your phone, you get a whopping dose. uh, How should I say it? Your exposure to EMFs goes up drastically each time you upgrade your phone. And so um, I experienced this when I bought uh, the new uh, iPhone 11 when it came out. Yeah, I needed a new phone. I lost mine in Mexico. So I came home. I needed a new phone. I got the iPhone 11. I had upgraded from a 7. And I was like, why am I so fatigued? Why do I feel so horrible? Literally, what changed in my environment? The only thing that changed is I got a new cell phone. I got out my EMF meter. I measured the EMFs between the two. And it was like, whoa, this is um, astronomically different. The iPhone 11 had way more EMFs than the 7. Um, So I said, forget this. I sold the iPhone 11 and went back to a lower version. So what I'm getting at is you can turn your screen a different color. And depending on the model of phone you have, um, the steps to turn your screen, like my screen right now, is completely red when I have when I'm on my uh when I'm on my phone. So I'm not looking at artificial blue light. Instead, my screen is red. When anything is is completely red, there's no blue um, being emitted. Red is the antidote to blue. So learn how to turn your phone red. That's uh, I highly recommend that, and often you can toggle between having your screen a normal, just the regular color, and versus having it red. So if you need to read something a little bit more clearly, you can do so. So basically, I want you to get rid of your LEDs, get rid of your fluorescent lights, swap them out for healthier light bulbs. Um, and learn how to turn your screens red 
you can do that with iris and and research how to turn the color of your whatever phone version you're using learn how to turn that screen red and you can also learn how to toggle between um, uh, a regular screen and a red screen when need be okay so those are forms of artificial light and those are some examples of what you can do about it and why do we want to do something about this i know we've talked about how they influence the clocks in our body our body's ability to tell time our metabolic health our hormone health but really let's talk about some core things here that also get um diagnosed or blamed on something besides light and and i'm going to talk about this a little bit because uh that might not have made much sense there sometimes when i when i do my episodes and talk here it's the stream of consciousness and so things don't often sometimes make sense until i get into a little a little bit more so um you all know that looking at artificial light causes contributes to circadian mismatch right your body's unable to tell time but what's something else that we point the finger at diet or uh, other lifestyle factors uh, when really a main culprit is artificial light and that is inflammation looking at artificial light is one of the biggest most overlooked causes of inflammation in the body so an example is if your body thinks that it's solar noon 24-7 because you're looking at a blue lit screen at, at 6 a.m. in the morning, at 11 a.m., at noon, you know, at midnight, at 11 p.m., right? Your body's, that's the signal you're sending your system. Oh, it's noon. It's noon summer solstice. It's noon summer solstice. It's noon summer solstice. And so your body is going to send signals that it's noon summer solstice. And what are those signals? High cortisol release, right? This is the time to have a lot of energy. This is the time to prevent sunburns. So pump out the cortisol, right? So that's what you're going to do. That's the signal you're going to be giving your body. And that is not the signal your body needs 24-7, right? That's going to cause a lot of issues, a lot of issues in the body. Um, inflammation is huge when it comes to artificial light. It's literally one of the most overlooked causes because a lot of people I work with are like, I've done, I've changed my diet, I've gone to an anti-inflammatory diet, I exercise, but I still struggle with inflammation. And so my question is to them, Okay, what tell me about your lifestyle? Tell me about your work environment. And then we get to this um we get to the core of it where they reveal, "Oh, I work on a computer. I work under um fluorescent lights. I work under LED lights." Um and so that's where we have to take that step. If we really want to decrease inflammation, we have to change the light environment. Another thing uh, and I'll be getting into this next week when I start to launch the uh, Leaky Gut Protocol series, is that looking at artificial light is a huge contributing factor to leaky gut. The light that we look at highly determines the gut bugs that we have. What Beneficial bacteria, what type of bacteria is in our gut, is largely determined by the light that we look at. Um, but we want to say, hey, uh, you know, your gut microbiome is dependent on 
the diet you eat and the type of probiotics you take. And that is just a very um, black and white perspective and approach to our gut. Another thing that gets blamed on alcohol consumption or poor genetics is fatty liver. And I've seen a few cases of gamers. So this has been teenage boys. I've had a few cases of this who struggle with leaky gut. Their gut microbiome is highly simplified. It's not diversified at all. And they struggle with liver issues. They struggle with fatty liver issues. And this is because they're looking at a a blue lit screen at the wrong time of day and all day. And especially at night, a lot of gamers um, get their energy surges at night. And so they're up all night playing games they're on their devices. And so I've seen fatty liver being really correlated to this as well as leaky gut. And then you all know the metabolic and hormone imbalances that are caused by artificial light. I've talked about that, those in extensively throughout this series. And also I want to mention that our immune cells, our immune cell function um, is largely determined by the light that we look at. Um, since everything with COVID, there's been study after study coming out about the benefits of UV light and how it um, is highly protective of the immune system, of our vitamin D levels. And so this is also something we really need to take into account when we want to boost our immune system, when we want to heal autoimmune conditions, we can't just abide by strict dietary and supplement protocols. That's a band-aid approach. We have to go to light and the light that runs our biology. So also, I'm just going to list a few things off here because um, these are some, some vitamin deficiencies and some hormonal things that tend to get blamed on, oh, maybe poor diet or you're not getting the right nutrients in your diet and they're causing, um, these deficiencies. But what's really driving many of these deficiencies or imbalances in the body is excessive exposure to artificial light. And this includes B vitamin deficiencies, especially B12, melatonin levels, right? Everybody wants to take melatonin at night to sleep. That's a really bad idea because you don't get, you get the melatonin without the UVA light activation and you need the UVA light activation in order for your melatonin to work properly, to, um, to clear out old cells at night when you're sleeping, um, to basically regenerate your body and, um, uh, energize your body, you, you need melatonin from UVA light. And by energize your body, I mean, it clears out the old dead cells so that here you come the next day and you now have energy. You now, uh, feel good in your body because your body was able to get rid of everything it didn't need. It didn't serve your body anymore at night. That's melatonin's job through, uh, a process called apoptosis. So um, other things that get blamed on diet, um, especially, um, but is, is more so correlated to artificial light, 
Uh, I'm sure all of you have heard about the MTHFR gene or SNP. And so if you have a, a, an MTHFR SNP, means, oh, I can't, I'm a bad detoxer. I can't detox properly. I have MTHFR. So then what happens is um, this comes up back on, let's say, a, a genetic test, a gene test, a SNP test. And so then the protocol is avoid this food, avoid that food, take this supplement. And it's like, whoa, if we want to restore um how our body detoxes properly we need to get out in sunlight because sunlight it it when you're in sunlight it sulfates all your proteins okay all your proteins get sulfated and if your proteins aren't sulfated and uh, vitamin D is an example vitamin D has to be sulfated cholesterol has to be sulfated all of this happens in sunlight if it's not sulfated, you're not going to be able to detox properly because the proteins that allow you to detox properly have to be sulfated. So just avoiding foods that come up on some test is literally just a band-aid approach again to, um, to the problem at hand. So those are some examples of things that we blame on diet, we blame on bad luck, we blame on genetics. But I want to remind you that even if you've been dealt a poor hand, genetically speaking, you can hack your environment to actually keep those disease-promoting genes flipped to the off position and so they don't get turned to the on position and start causing you issues. And a, and a major way we do that is by learning how to create an ideal light environment and live in that environment. And that includes sunlight and it includes mitigating your artificial light um, when you're inside. So what can you do about this? I've mentioned some of these things, but number one, the obvious one is get outside and get your Sunlight RX on, right? Number two is when you're in front of a screen or on a device, wear your blue blocking glasses. I love um, Midwest red light therapy. They're awesome. And um Go to them and get yourself a pair of blue blocking glasses. I wear the night prowlers during the day when I'm on a device or in front of a screen. And I wear the red ones after the sun sets. And I love them. Use the code SUNLIGHTRX at checkout and you'll get a little discount there. He's got great products. Love them. And this is one of the most basic things you can do and the most helpful things you can do when it comes to your health. Number three is, okay, you're going to wear your blue blocking glasses to protect your eye clock, right? You're also going to want to protect your skin because now you know that you have a clock system in your skin. So when you're under artificial light, you also want to protect your skin. So if I'm inside and I'm working on my computer, even if it's summertime, I put long sleeves on because I want to protect my skin. I don't want the artificial light to hit my skin and destroy my clock system, right? I spend so much time outside under sunlight. The last thing I want to do is come inside and destroy all the the, um, hard work I've done when I was outside in sunlight to align my 
clock system, align my circadian biology, right? So when you're inside, I invite you to do the same thing. Wear long sleeves. And um, I even do this when I go to, say, the grocery store or the post office. If it's summertime, and e even if it's summertime, I'll go in with long sleeves on because those lights are so bright and so um, detrimental to our health and to our cortisol levels, they make these lights, especially in big box stores like Walmart or Target, they make those light, uh, lights a specific color because the, the temperature, the color that comes out of those lights, and especially in big box stores, programs you to release a lot of cortisol you get in fight or flight and this causes people to literally buy more products buy more things so when I go into a grocery store even a post office I don't go into big box stores I I, I feel horrible in them I get dizzy they make me feel strange I try to avoid them as much as possible I maybe go in one once a year if if I absolutely have to, but I uh, I make sure that my skin's covered, so I'm wearing long sleeves, and I'm even wearing my blue blockers, okay? And um, I invite you to do this as a way to protect your circadian biology. These are three super basic steps, yet they're foundational, okay? So they're just as important as eating a solid, healthy diet and they're even more important because the light that hits your body your skin your eyes determines your physiology how your body works how your body tells time and this allows your body to tell time accurately first and foremost over diet so we actually want to bring a lot more attention to this area of our health to support our health Okay, so I know during this episode I discussed a lot of different points um, and mentioned um, some new things here or there, especially with um, uh, ailments that we tend to blame on nutrient deficiencies or poor genetics like deficient B12 levels or I'm not a good detoxer, I have the MTHFR SNP. All of these things might be a little bit of new concepts and I didn't dive deep into them, but I wanted to mention them because I want you to really understand or start to connect the dots and start to think more deeply about, okay, I have a, a, some kind of diagnosis, whether that's uh, depression, cancer, leaky gut, SIBO, a B12 deficiency, an MTHFR SNP, right? Okay. Now, the individual, whoever gave you that information, they likely gave you a protocol on how to rectify the condition. And now you have this ability to bring all of this newfound information you have about light into that protocol because they're going to tell you to avoid this food, take this supplement, right? Um fast at this time of day and while some of those things can be helpful getting to the root of these issues doesn't start there it starts with the light that you interact with 
and learning how to mitigate your artificial light exposure, protecting your clock systems when under artificial light, and getting your Sunlight RX on as much as you can throughout your day are really the, they need to be at the forefront of our healthcare, self-care in order to help us overcome root issues of our acute and chronic health struggles today. So now you can see that we actually have things backwards in our world today. We need to protect our eyes and our skin when we're under fake light. And instead, we need to expose our eyes and skin more to sunlight. So we're blocking the wrong type of light here. And by doing so, we're really, really harming our health. And just by making this seemingly small shift, your health will start to shift for the better. To learn more about the healing benefits of sunlight and other holistic self-healing modalities such as my metabolic reset course, leaky gut protocol, and homeopathic consultations, visit me online at heathershepherd.com. That's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook to learn my four-step protocol on how to use the sun to overcome and prevent both acute and chronic health conditions, including traumatic brain injuries. Pick up your copy at heathershepherd.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the Sunlight RX ebook for more info.